0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: This is the Turn Buckle Times Podcast.
0: <laughs> Here's your host,
1: Stephen Burton and Adam Raymer. And if you've got a problem with anything they say,
2: they've got two words for you. Oh, ding ding, you guys. Ding ding. It's another Let, time. Let's
1: freaking go baby. That's oh, all I'm yes. saying.
2: And, and we got a really fun show. So ever since we kind of decided we were going to revamp the way the show works, we've knocked around quite a bit about what we want to do. And tonight's, you know, it's funny is, is, is I go through and I do I do the banners, right? And okay didn't have one up. I didn't actually do one for this, but here it is. Top five factions of all time. Y'all may ask yourself, five seems like a little.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We kind of realized that if we tried to go ten, it actually became a little too difficult.
1: Yeah. We could have probably went eight and been okay, but I like five. It leaves was room a, for that's a nice it one. leaves and to cause a good debate.
2: It does, it leaves room for debate. The There's hey. gonna be some serious some serious debate real quick before we
1: start i want to uh thank everybody that watches that listens that subscribes speaking of subscribing if you're on youtube right now watching us live please go smash the subscribe button and then hit the like button too and then also send in your damn comments This is going to be a fun show. We want you guys to interact with us. So if you have Mm -hmm. factions, that, if you have your top five, send it in now. Get ready, and then we'll go over it later in the show when we're done with ours or, hell, maybe in the middle of ours. I don't know.
2: Sometime we'll go over it. And I want to say, too, if you disagree, Mm -hmm. bring the smack talk, man. Like I'm not going to lie. It's not promoting or anything like that, but my other podcast – Is you know, Adam knows is a Colts one. And we actually had some ballsy Seahawks fans get on my live stream yesterday and talk a ton of shit. So if you don't like our list, that was so much fun. I want to do that. Did you see did you see me come on and say
1: Adam Raymer Baby? I did. I popped it up, man. (laughs) Uh, Of course I did. I saw baby.
2: Adam Raymer Baby.
1: Just uh, I can't tell you how excited I am for that just real quick. First of all, his new uh Entrance music, theme music, is downloaded to my phone. Second, I have watched from all out. (laughs) I I have watched the ending of that. I guarantee you fifteen times. Oh yeah, it may be more.
2: When have you ever seen a double debut?
1: We did. Yeah, when have you seen a double
2: debut? Like I think it's the greatest, one of the greatest pay per views of all time. Just because of the debuts. I mean, you just, you don't see, we talked about it the day after you don't see those kind of things, those back to back. So, no. but we kind of felt like that's what, that's kind of how we ended up on this topic a little, we had done returns and that yep. was a blast mm-hmm. and that was kind of a, an homage a little bit to CM Punk coming back. And this one in all honesty is the greatest factions because your boy, Adam Cole has now said the elite. Is the greatest faction of all time? No chance in hell. You pointed that why, out to me that he said uh, that. Yeah, that's why they're my number one. Or are they? Oh well, if you if you look at the thumbnail on YouTube, man, I threw up some. Did you know the Four Horsemen had an, a legit logo? Yeah. Totally didn't realize it. Definitely looks like it belongs in the 80s, but it's on the thumbnail. That's because that's when (laughs) they were good.
1: What's up, Justin? Appreciate you getting in here. Get your top five factions of all time ready. I know you're going to have them.
2: Yep, We'll pop you up. There you go, Justin. That's my man. Okay. So you want to start this off, man? You got anything else you want to talk about real quick before we jump into the factions? Any kind of breaking news? I think the only wrestling breaking news, and we've not discussed it, is that... uh, it seems that Buddy Murphy and Braun Strowman are definitely yeah. headed to Impact at this point.
1: Uh, I did see, too. Uh, I mean, it's all but confirmed that Ric Flair is going to AEW as well.
2: Mm-hmm. We have to talk about this really quickly. Okay. Have you seen the news? This is, this pertains to your boy. Have you seen the, the report from Wrestling Observer about what WWE wanted to do with Adam Cole? Oh, my God, yes.
1: Tell oh, my the people.
2: God, the people, baby. I
1: don't even want to go over it because it makes me so damn mad.
2: You want me to say I, it?
1: Yeah, go ahead, because it,
2: mm. it makes him so angry. So apparently the plan for Adam Cole that they pitched him, they were going to pay him one million dollars, which is a great contract. They were going to move him up and they were going to turn Keith Lee heel and make Adam Cole his manager, a la Leo Rush to Bobby Lashley.
1: Excuse me. Now, first of all, I'm not going to get heated. But Adam Cole doesn't belong as a fucking manager. Not no.
2: one bit. Not at all. Okay. The only other thing I was going to say too is obviously Wrestling Observer released their top wrestlers. I don't have a problem with anyone but the fact that fucking Bobby Lashley's in the top five.
1: Jesus. You mean stiff ass?
2: Like how how, two how by the four? Adam? Plywood. He's above Oh, it's just no. Okay. We'll we'll move on. Okay. All right. You're go, Guess uh, what? You want me to go first? I want you to go first. So we're going to do this kind of like if you guys
1: watched last week. It was pretty fun. We got a little countdown here as Steven gets ready. He probably wasn't, he didn't know he was
2: going to go first tonight. I didn't know you were going to make me go first. Do you so have your, do you have your, banner we're ready? surprising each other, you guys too. We're typing yeah. these yeah. in. Yeah. Here, here's tip. our Fire. list. Here we go. Yeah. Mine's, mine's <laughs> like right here. <laughs>
1: Are you ready so, to go? Okay.
2: You want to hit? Are you going to hit the, the pick I is in?
1: I got you. You ready?
2: Okay, go. man. Really quickly. I love that fucking graphic. It's so <laughs> much fun. I hit right. it sometimes when I'm not even live. Okay. So, my number five
1: mm-hmm.
2: evolution.
1: Mm.
2: Okay. Okay. I'm going to say this my top five when I started looking at it, when I started really breaking it down, had a lot to do with the people in the top who were in those factions. What did they do while they were in there? What did they go on to do because of they were being part of this faction? Obviously evolution, Randy Orton, multiple time world title holder, triple H multiple time world title holder, COO, prayers out to him, obviously you know he had yeah. he had a heart surgery done recently mild, Flair, mild,
1: mild infarction
2: mild mild yeah, Rick Flair obviously greatest of all time, and Batista oh. multiple world title holds um they're lower on my list because they didn't stay together a lot i I don't think I didn't like so once Randy orton won the title and they that's that was it you know mm-hmm. they just kind of dismantled. I loved kind of the flamboyant <laughs> nature of it and then behind the scenes you hear like that's what got Ric Flair his mojo back in the WWE yes. was being part of Evolution yeah
1: funny fact Batista wasn't a- actually supposed to be in Evolution it was Mark Jindrak.
2: Mm-hmm. and he didn't look good he mm-hmm. acted stupid and they said that uh the behind the scenes said triple H saw where he rubbed off like his stupidity necessarily (laughs) on Randy Orton. And they knew they could see it at that point in time that Randy Orton was headed for big things. So evolution, it could have been higher. I think it could have been, it could have not been, you know, I've got got one that's (laughs) right there too.
1: Yeah. It um, look, I love evolution and are they in my top five? I guess you'll have to find out here in a little bit, but if you look at who was in that group or in that faction, it's probably minus Batista. Not not that Batista wasn't good, but Randy Orton, like 13, 14-time champion. Ric Flair, 16-time. Triple H, I know he's in double digits. I don't know exactly how many. I think it's maybe 11 or 12, maybe more. I don't know. Those guys, and the one, the one thing that you said that struck it right was Ric Flair was down in the dumps down in the dumps when before this happened and it again like you said revitalized his love for for pro wrestling the WWE and love to what he did that group again you are right it didn't stay together long um i the way they ended it was okay with me though like how it happened i just wish that they would have made that last a touch longer than than what it did because i think it could have been way more dominant in that era than than it was i mean it was dominant i mean i think at one time they held like every damn title there was
2: they did they were tagged you know what was it batista and flower tag champs yep um triple h was the
1: triple h was the big, big daddy world heavyweight title
2: and then Randy Orton had had something too. I can't remember what maybe it was US Intercon- title
1: intercontinental I think
2: intercontinental so they were holding all the gold at one point mm-hmm so I mean it was a solid one I mean that's why they come into in my top five man but the, but there's reason behind why they're where they are as I start to unfold my lovely list so you are up now are you ready
1: <sighs> yeah I am ready go ahead hit the button
2: Okay, Adam. Okay, so... My pick is still scrolling. Let's see yours. It
1: is. It is. This might shock some people. Whoa! I went with the shield. (laughs) It's pretty high for them, I think. It might be pretty low for some people. Maybe you, Steven. It might be low for you. I don't know. Because I don't know what your fucking picks are. But they're probably not in the top five for you. And I'll tell you... I'll tell you I don't do that cuz I don't want to know. I'll tell you why they're in my top 5. 1 Seth Rollins became a huge actually all of them became huge stars. But together dude, it it for what, 5 years? Somewhere around there, 5 6 years? Yeah. They were untouchable. Unfucking touchable. Um I liked them as heels better than when they were, I think at one time they were a face. I mean, I don't know if you would consider them faces, but I look at it too. Yeah. I look, I look at these, these lists, these factions that we are doing as who was in the group. What were they before the faction was created? And what are they now? Because honestly, none of mine in the top five, I'll give something away. None of mine in the top five are current factions. Zero of them.
2: One of mine is.
1: Zero of mine are current factions. So I looked at it as who was in it, what did they do after their faction was dismembered, and what they were like together as the faction. And I don't think in, in that time and even if they were still together now would there be somebody that can that can you know hang with them not one bit not right now it's in WWE in WWE i don't think there's somebody that could hang with the shield if they were all still together
2: yeah no i mean i so without giving away they're on my list okay mhm we'll get to it Mm -hmm. But I agree with everything you said that that's them is looking at them is a kind of how I shaped my overall a little bit Mm -hmm. with the fact that it depends on how, how you did before, how you did during. And then for me, a lot of it was, did you springboard from that? You know, did you springboard from the, did it kind of, did it let you go to the next level? Yeah. And every and, one of and every one of them. Every one of them held a
1: WWE title, world title. After yeah. after that faction ended. Every one of them held it. I think twice or more, if I'm not mistaken. I I don't know if Ambrose won it twice.
2: I don't think Ambrose did. I think he won it once. He carried it for a little while. Okay. But I don't but, think he uh we'll, we'll just put it this way. It they held- obviously he was they held
1: multiple championships too. I they had, I think maybe won a couple U.S. or intercontinental. I mean, I know Ambrose had the Intercontinental Championship and the U.S. Championship. Reigns,
2: mm-hmm. same thing. I know yeah, Rollins. I'm
1: pretty sure Rollins did because I'm sure he's. A, I'm pretty sure he's a Grand Slam.
2: He is a Grand Slam. He's held everything, mm-hmm. including NXT. Mm-hmm. I believe he was so, the inaugural NXT champion.
1: It's a little down the list. I actually was gonna put them three. But and I I swapped it late. Actually, I swapped it at about seven thirty tonight before we got on. So I uh,
0: interesting.
1: I, I went with I went. I don't know, man. I, I I got a reason, and you'll see why in in a minute. But I I don't know what else to say about the shielded except for at that time for five or six years they were probably the most dominant faction I've seen since some of the people that I'm going to name. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. I won't give away that, but they are on my list somewhere. Okay. We're going to Hit hit my button, man. I'm ready for my number four. Well, hold on a second. Let me get our pick. Okay, so I think this one's going to cause some stirs. I really do. Coming in for me, number four, is DX. Okay. The Triple H version, the Triple H version. We're talking because that's the one. Like, okay, you you have for for clarification, you have two forms of DX. You have the mm-hmm. original, which was Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and China, mm-hmm. right? You had then you had Shawn had to retire, mm-hmm. Triple H had to remake himself. That's when it was Triple H, X Pac, Road Dog, Billy Gunn. Uh, China was still in there, so I mean that that's the version I actually prefer. Uh, that's the one that i look at because you had triple (laughs) x triple h who had who really sprung board sprung forth to stardom right there boom you had (laughs) china who that's also when she kind of really came into her own i believe when she was with dx is when she became the first female intercontinental (laughs) champion you're holding something up go ahead and i'll finish can everybody read what my number four is Oh, it's DX, baby. Triple H. <laughs> it's it's a great one. It is. I mean, and then you had probably still to this day, one of the most over and one of the coolest and one of the most dominant tag teams in the new age outlaws. Mm. I mean, they were, they were untouchable. They were, that, I mean, that, that was so pro- cool. <laughs> that was probably one of the most fun
1: times in WWE when that was created. Um, oh, they
2: had no um they had no restrictions. I zero. Mean, zero. Dude, they were they were doing the, the crotch chop by spitting water. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean it was and and and
1: you look at that again and how we said what was gonna happen tonight, how we kind of picked ours, and look what happened to now you can say that Shawn Michaels and Triple H were already pretty successful. Before that group, in a way, um, do you think Road Dog and, and Badass Billy Gunn would have been as successful if they weren't in that faction? Hell no. Not one. No. 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 Zero percent
2: that Look they were afterwards. Yeah. Look at them both after. Yeah. that. That is a bad example of the springboard to success. <clears throat> now, Billy, Miss, Billy Gunn, he did get a push for an Intercontinental Championship, which The Rock famously... Squashed him by calling him the wrong name. Yeah. Um, they, but they wouldn't have but the other thing too is think about this like this is with this with this particular faction, it didn't matter, man. I mean their music was rogue dog coming out talking. Mm-hmm. The crowd would go berserk,
1: mm-hmm. they would
2: go along with it, and they were just they were so cool, man. It was such a cool time to be a wrestling fan at that point, too. It,
1: and just the gimmicks that they pulled off too, like making fun of Vince McMahon, you know, ha- and everybody they would wear like funny costumes and make you know do impressions and and then when it when the bell rang, as Adam Cole said, you know what they did make me special? They rang the
2: freaking bell. And all they did and, was win, dude. And all, all they all they did was win. Fucking win, bro, like all the time. One of the best tag teams probably of all time in my opinion
1: yeah yeah that's good that'll probably be a show we've talked about that before tag teams yeah it's a tough
2: one to pin down though 10 was 10 didn't almost feel like enough but too much it was hard
1: yeah i think we'll probably do 8 to 10 though i think we will on on a show but i don't i mean i i echo everything you said on that man uh what propelled them the only thing you know it china you know, got in a Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? Like it was just.
2: China won a men's title. She did. She what was it? The hardcore. That would be hardcore? another great show. Yeah. Top ten female wrestlers of all time. We can do that too. We got the one. Of... No fabulous uh,
1: Can we put uh, Eva Marie in there?
2: Top t- no. Can you put She's Naya number eleven?
1: In? Can you put Naya in? No. I'm on top 10 worst? you know how many videos
2: not to go down a rabbit hole? You know how many videos I've seen of Nia Jax now needing to be fired? How much money we could have made on the fire Nia Jax shirts? We would have been out front. We've been out front with that shit. <laughs> Everyone wants her gone. The best thing that I've seen so far about that, not to go a rabbit hole, but is the fact that uh they said it was Charlotte who got stiff first. Mm-hmm. She was just like the when she was had her in a headlock, she was choking her out. Yeah. And that's why Naya got pissed and slapped her yeah. in the face. The only thing with Charlotte <laughs> yeah. is Charlotte cannot physically overpower Naya. You know what I mean? But Charlotte could probably, Charlotte's one of the few women that could get Naya fired.
1: Oh, 100%. I did see something, not again, not another rabbit hole, but we, we mentioned something. I saw something about Kevin Owens' contracts up in January of 2022. 2022, yeah. And if he's going to stay or go. Dude, so.
2: I see. Uh, I've seen a lot of things because apparently, unbeknownst to me, he has a relationship with the Young Bucks. Yeah, I,
1: I didn't know that either. Was he that has. Ring some, of, it's called like Ring Mount of, Rushmore. Was Ring like of a, Honor a, a group? I think that's it's Ring, Ring of
2: Honor, maybe even prior to it. Yeah, but he has some sort okay. of relationship with the Young Bucks, and that's okay i've heard i've seen that but they've also popped up a couple of different people who are going to their contracts are going to be expert keith lee's another big name that people think are going to head is going to head to greener pastures aka a e w
1: did you see that video that mick foley put out
2: no what did he say
1: basically he came out and said wwe n- no pun intended here you're in fucking trouble
2: Oh, Jericho said in the next two months, WWE, AEW will be a uh, WWE in the ratings.
1: He said that consistently. He, he McFoley said, if I was a young talent, why would I want to go to WWE when I could go to AEW?
2: The the question's so, never been quality. It's no. going to be consistency. Yeah, WCW was able to do it for what is it, eighty three straight weeks, but mm-hmm. then it was the quality dipped and the consistency went away. Yeah. I mean. I'm I'm an AEW guy through and through.
1: Mm-hmm. I love everything they're doing. Yeah, I do too. I do too. It's starting to come along to me now. Well, yeah, you your boy's you? there now. Adam right. Cole, baby. Right.
2: Bye <laughs> bye. You can actually watch an actual wrestling show. And mind you, and see he, Adam Cole now. He although he got be, his ass whooped. On he will Wednesday. be he will be wrestling next Wednesday. He will be wrestling he. next week. Yes. So he will. All right. That'll be awesome. Hit, hit the number three. Okay, you ready? Yep. And then hit
1: my... You doing yours? Yeah, hit my music. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what people are going to think about this, but I'm going to go with it. And... Ooh. I like it. It's number three on my list. And... You can't go wrong with any version of NWO, NWO, but I'm going with the Hollywood Hulk Hogan version, right? Not Wolfpack, because I did like the Wolfpack, too. I hated
2: the Wolfpack. I liked them. The red and black. Too many damn NWOs.
1: Na- name the original members of For Life. There was only three. Exactly, but name them. It was Hogan,
2: Nash, and Hall.
1: Uh, okay. Success, obviously, Hulk Hogan's one of the goats of all time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Kevin Nash, aka Diesel, was Big pretty su- cool. was pretty successful. WW, WWF then, and Scott Hall was pretty successful, aka Razor Ramon. Ah, oh, yes, I love Razor Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> but when Hogan came out to that music with his black beard and still had his blonde mustache and kind of Fu Manchu. And that faction was created. I had a hard time not putting them number one, honestly, because one, it was so fucking shocking to see Hulk Hogan as a heel. Yeah. Yeah. My, would you ever have thought you would have seen hulk hogan as a heel
2: no so, and i never would have seen your vitamins as well as
1: he did he, I, that's exactly what i was going to get to too he i would have never dreamed of that or like you said how well that he played that role and they were all big dudes too they didn't have a little you know what i mean those guys right. are all freaking now hulk hogan shrunk like four inches i think Since he well, that's
2: what 17 spinal surgeries will do to you. (laughs) He only fun fact: he only has two vertebrae; they're just all fused.
1: I want to hear your thoughts on NWO because you were a bigger WCW
2: guy than I was. But I so jokingly, like I said earlier, was that you had it's like all the other you know some of these factions they had different groups. Mm -hmm. The original NWO was Hogan, National Nash Hall. And then you kind of started drifting a little bit. I was okay. You added like Ted DiBiase came in there. Sick. You know, what is it? Six pack six pack. What did he call himself when he was in WCW? I don't remember. x Pack and WCW, whatever it was. Six pack. Oh, um, yeah. And then you had Bischoff. I think I I like it when Bischoff came into play oh. because as a fan who mm-hmm. hated, who loves Sting, loved the good guy because you're a kid, right? Yep hated the nwo so much but loved them it was the coolest thing in the world and you hated they had like the inside man which was bischoff Mm -hmm. so i mean revolutionized the entire wrestling industry when they came in now as a drug i hated the wolf pack i hated when suddenly you had Fucking Buff Bagwell is a member of NWO, or uh, some pl- some people you don't even like. Conan it, was in there, and isn't Buff Bagwell like a male escort now? I think he's in jail, possibly yeah. because <laughs> of that. But like, I hate it when they started adding all these people, and then then it split off, and you had the the white and the black and white, and the red and black. You know, and it was like which side? Do you Like, it just got really convoluted. Mm-hmm. But the fun thing for me, like mentioning what you said, is how it came to be with Hogan coming out as the third man. Yeah. If you watch documentaries, he talked about, he's like, if we do this, right. I may not make it out of the arena. Yeah. Like If we do this correctly, I may not make it out. And then he was adamant too; it had to be him. Mm-hmm. There was no one else you could bring in as the third man that was going to have the impact that Hogan had turning heel for the first time ever, ever. I mean, ever, Eat your vitamins. Say go to your prayers. prayers. Now suddenly he's Hollywood Hulk Hogan,
1: and, and it was just, just cool. He brought the black spray paint out and spray painted them. Had the belt spray painted. They were just cool. Black dude. and white
2: vignettes in the back. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was awesome.
1: Yeah, it, really it was loved. a
2: great. It was a great time to be a wrestling fan. It was a great time to be a WCW mm-hmm. fan.
1: Remind me, Justin, through his uh, top five in here, so. love it
2: justin we gotta go
1: we we gotta go over that at the end of the show so are you ready for your number
2: three i am i am ready all right here we go okay so my number three is a little higher on the list than yours i got the shield okay I got them higher because the dominance that they had. You went over all this—the dominance mm-hmm. that they had as as a team. But mm-hmm. then, just the dominance, like that's what a fact. What that faction was was what a faction is supposed to do. It launched all three of them into superstardom. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins is a Grand Slam champ. And he's married to Becky Lynch. <laughs> Roman Reigns is the most dominant champion in WWE right now. And he's the most dominant champion they've had in quite some time. Yep. And Moxley was a champion WWE and he was a very dominant champion in AEW. Still is a mm-hmm. huge draw, which FYI, I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody else caught this. He has left the door open for a return to WWE potentially down the line. He's Which also married to me. He's also married to Renee Paquette. And he's married too. to Renee Young. Yes. You know, so like just launch, it, literally it launched these guys. The, and the way they came in too, during a main event mm-hmm. to jump one of the competitors, right? Mm-hmm. Ryback, the that big guy, guy. The, you know, they jump him the and boy. immediately establish that they were there. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then the way it ended. Like I, yep. I would have loved to see it last well, longer. Well, but the way well. that it ended too, with him turning heel and him turning his back on them. And then dude, just let's be honest too. A great faction is when like you can roll those some bitches out again mm-hmm. and you get goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can I get I can get slight goosebumps thinking of the uh, it comes to me is when the Miz is like the rumors of the shield yeah. reuniting are just who that. Said, who said rumors said anything about who, rumors? Who said rumors and then mm-hmm. it's just out comes Mox. Yeah. And then burn it down. Out comes Rollins. And then the fists come together and you're like, oh, dude, this is so freaking cool. Not to so, mention like, that staying that,
1: pattern. I hated the way I didn't mention this before when they were my number five, but I I didn't mind the way it ended the, the first time. You can say two times because the second time was kind of getting them back together. They knew Moxley was leaving, you know, or Ambrose then. Yeah, Uh, I hated the fact because it was – was it not the same night that Roman Reigns had to relinquish the title because he found out he had leukemia again? Yeah. And that's the same night. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Moxley – I don't think they wanted to do it.
2: So I I thought that for a long time. But Mox has done an interview where they talked to him about it, and they said that it was presented to them – do you want to do it tonight or do you want to do it on another night? And they said the storytellers and them knew the impact would be greater Mm -hmm. on a night like that. Yeah. So supposedly they made the decision, but I think we all know in the end too, the ultimate decision is if if Vince wanted them to do it, they were going to do it. Yeah. They weren't going to be able to tell them no. Right. But I hated that. It was such an emotional night. With him coming out there and him having to relinquish because of leukemia and everything, and then you turn him on that night, and it was it left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths.
1: It was just very emotional. I remember watching that night. And uh I'm not ashamed to say I cried when that shit happened with Roman Reigns, dude. It was very mm-hmm. emotional. Like he was telling truth, truths like it's his real name and
2: and which nobody does. No. If Sean bust out the real name, Sean Sean, Sean Sean
1: Michaels isn't gonna come out and say my real name's Michael Hickenbottom. Well no, that's a horrible real name
2: too, though. The <laughs> yeah, Anoah family really, is like world renowned. <laughs> yeah. So can I but, be an honorary Noah? Yeah. Tribal
1: chief. You want to be the tribal chief, man?
2: No, no, no. No, no, no. No,
1: no, 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 I'd like to be Adam Raymer baby, though. You are Adam Raymer baby. <laughs> I, yeah. but yeah, um you and not to let let's talk about one more thing about the shield. How badass their entrance was.
2: Oh, it, <laughs> they can't think of the WrestleMania one through the crowd, It took them like dude. 20 minutes to get mm-hmm. to the ring.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They like they were going through MetLife Stadium, and it <laughs> took them forever to get to the ring because it was so fucking big. The match lasted
1: the, the, the entrance was longer than that match was. Oh, yeah. It's great.
2: It was awesome. I mean, right. it, coolest entrance since, in my opinion edge and christian's original one where they were i loved i loved when people would come through the crowd it was just yeah. cool. hey you ready for your number
1: two Yep, yeah, pop the number two and hit my music hit my music this is probably going to blow people's mind why i have them here you're going to be shocked Evolution. Now, this goes to why I said who was in the group, okay, and what these people did before, during, and after. Every one of those dudes are Hall of Famers, obviously. Every Mm -hmm. single one of them. I mean, Ric Flair is already a two-time, and now he's probably going to go to AEW. Hell, they might even put him in an AEW freaking Hall of Fame.
2: Hey, really quickly, really quickly, question for you about Mm -hmm. Evolution. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are they in as a faction in the Hall of Fame yet? Have they been inducted yet?
1: I don't think so, because Flair went in by himself, and Flair went in with the Four Horsemen.
2: So, okay, okay. Uh, I I couldn't remember.
1: Mm -mm. And then Triple H went in with DX. DX went in, so Shawn Michaels is by himself. And I don't know if there's many two-time uh booker t is one of those he went in with harlem heat and himself mm-hmm. i don't know if there's many two-time you know what i mean hall of H- famers hogan
2: hogan is a two-time NWO. Himself, and then he went in with Hmm. Mm-hmm. well that means
1: scott hall's a two-timer then
2: yeah he so it's kevin and- nash
1: he, because I think he went in as Razor Ramon too, and Kevin Nash went in as Kevin Nash.
2: Razor Ramon.
1: That's still one of the greatest characters, I think. Have we done that? Have we done that yet? Greatest characters, like greatest persona. You know what I mean? Like, no, that might be a we good one not. too. That'd be a good one too. Like we need we need to write this shit down. Anyway, back to my number two. It might be shocking to some people that I have them at number two, Uh, but again, I looked at it as what did they do afterwards. Not so much with them, because this was a little this was a little bit lighter than any of these besides the Shield, but these guys were already a step. N- not Randy Orton. Randy Orton really surged up after Evolution. I mean he w- he became the youngest World Heavyweight Champion after that. Um, obviously gone gone on to win. What is he at thirteen or fourteen? I think now. Um, Triple Crown. Uh, Triple H you don't have to say anything about Triple H or Ric Flair uh, honestly and, and if there's a weakest link in that <laughs> it's Batista but only because he didn't wrestle as long as these guys you know what I mean mm-hmm. Like, but how dominant they were and two how we pointed about it revitalized the Nature Boy to come back to his love of pro wrestling I mean, look at Triple H. Look a little chunky there.
2: Well, if you notice too, this is what we were talking about earlier when I talked about my list. Mm-hmm. They're all holding belts. Yep, if they're all holding. For those gold. who are watching on YouTube, they're all holding belts.
1: They're all holding the gold. Um, you know, Ric Flair was older then too, <laughs> um, and still looked good. Every one of them. Minus Batista, maybe was good on the mic. Not that Batista was bad, you know. But Batista reminded me of a younger Roman Reigns, who wasn't real good on the mic when they first started. And now, and and now Roman Reigns is good on the mic because he kind of keeps it shorter, you know, and doesn't try to do. There's not many people that can do a long promo. John Cena's one of them. He can. You know the Miz punk can, can like punk and do it. Minutes.
2: He's he I'm, I'm did gonna, it recently.
1: I'm gonna tell you right now and not to go down a rabbit hole, but I'm going to for just a second. There's one person in professional wrestling right now that can cut a promo better than anybody I've seen in a long time. Can so, you think are you of talking who,
2: like a new person? Um kind like of like you're little. not
1: talking about punk. No, I'm not talking about punk. Uh uh-uh.
2: uh AW or W or WWE. AEW Well, we know it's not Jungle Boy because he never talks. Five,
1: four, three, two. Kenny Omega does great.
2: MJF. MJF is fantastic. MJF went after Brian Pillman Jr. Went after his dad. Went went after after his sister.
1: His mom, Metheny. Yes, Metheny. Went after his pregnant
2: sister. Dude, it was bad. It was bad. I'll, I'll give you that. We we literally watched a video of MJF keeping his heel character You piece off. of shit. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, you piece, of, piece shit. of shit. You old piece of shit. Heard you got a dog. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Heard you also like, what do you say? Dragon Ball. Uh, Dragon Ball. <laughs> you like Dragon Ball Z? I hate it. Dude. I hate Dragon Ball Z.
1: <laughs> so does everybody else, you piece of shit.
2: Call me, call me, go fuck yourself. Dude,
0: that was totally great. didn't mean to go down the rabbit uh, hole but that
2: was a great yeah that anyway. would be another great topic right there too my if skills, you guys are in here and we're spouting topics y'all drop them in too yeah drop well, in nice. if you guys like something
1: yeah so we've already talked about it you talked about evolution i talked about I mean, it it's i know it's weird do you think it's weird that i had them that high
2: no i toyed with it um I just, them, I just like the people I got above a little better. I I had them there
1: solely, legitimately solely on who was a part of that.
2: Yeah, that's why they were on mine. But yeah. that's also why they weren't together a really long time. I bet I know you're number one. Let's go to my number two, shall we? Hit my music and I'll tell you what it is.
1: (laughs) He said, hit my music and I'll tell you what it is.
2: (sighs) Okay. My number two is the New World Order. Okay. A little higher than yours. I mean, some of these are always going to feel a little bit similar. You were one ahead of me. Yeah. But you know, three original. Yeah. I mean that's where it is. That that's now if you look really closely at this picture, this is in WWE. <laughs> you can yep. see it and you can tell that it's totally WWE. But they they it's just they single handedly changed the way wrestling was. Mm-hmm. They single handedly raised WCW up. Above WWE, yeah, and made them a true threat, if not better, at that point. Mm-hmm. And they single-handedly made the one thing that is damn near impossible to do, which is made Vince McMahon shift mm-hmm. and say, "I have to become edgier," and thus the Attitude Era. That's all because of the NWO, hundred percent. The NWO changed WCW and changed WWE all in one fell swoop. Mm-hmm. That's why they are up so hot, and they're all three Hall of Famers.
1: Uh, all three are multiple time mm-hmm. Hall of Famers. As we
2: discussed earlier. <laughs> I mean, and they made it cool to be like, a bad, to be bad. To be the bad, like they, the NWO was everywhere. Like they had their own pay per view. Everyone rocked the NWO shirts. Like yep. they were, it was, it was cool yep. to like them. The, Nobody I was hated more... him, by the way.
1: Yeah. Because I, I was them, a but I loved guy. Them. I hated him, but I loved him. Nobody made it more cool to be a bad guy than Razor Ramon.
2: Oh. I mean, going even back to when he was Razor Ramon.
1: That's what I said. Razor Ramon.
2: Razor Ramon.
1: Chico. Yeah, a I like it. Guy. I like your pick. I'm very anxious to see your number one. Um, but real quick, because we did this last week. I'm going to throw Justin's top five up before we put our number ones up. So Justin had number five, the shield. That's what I had. He had four evolution. Is that what you had? You had them or you had them at five. Didn't you? I had five evolution. Okay. Three is the heart foundation. Like it. Uh, I actually really like, they were my honorable mention. I actually had an, I had two honorable mentions. They're not my number one, but uh, two is NWO1DX Triple H version. Honorable mention outside of... Ooh, Bullet Club. That is a very good one. You know what's funny? I just want to show everybody this.
2: There's my honorable mentions. Honorable mention, Bullet Club and Heart Foundation. I like it. I like it. So I, can, I mean, one of my honorable mentions was the Elite. Mm-hmm. Uh. Heart Foundation is a really solid one. That's a great one right there. Yeah. It really is, Justin.
1: That's a good list, dude. I mean, you can't go wrong. I I, I like the fact that he put the Heart Foundation in his
2: top five. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do. you notice that you look at this list, you look at ours. eerily similar, eerily similar, but also not not really any current ones. You know, uh-huh. you don't have the elite uh-huh. in here. But do when you think about it, like I, I'll tell you one that I toyed with honestly because the impact that they had was mm-hmm. the Wyatt family was in my mind. Yeah, a little bit. Not now the the reason they didn't is outside of Bray. Nobody really made an impact when they left. Braun eventually did, but he's gone now too. They're all gone. Well, but the Vince, like <laughs> the gimmick of the Wyatt family was so freaking cool. Well, Vince McMahon fucked Bray Wyatt. Well, uh, yeah. Every time Every, every time he'd get over, he'd squash him. I mean, yeah. the other thing, too, is like when you look at AEW, I love AEW. Oh, yeah. I don't have like the Dark Order's not really there. The Elite mm-hmm. is, could be potentially eventually in this, but AEW just doesn't have a lot of factions. You know, you have yeah. the Nightmare Factory. Yeah. But that's Cody, that's Dustin. And then truthfully, that's a bunch of people that we don't know who they are yet. Jurassic Express. AEW, but is that is that a faction or is that a tag team i don't even know who that little dude is he doesn't wrestle (laughs) he just runs around how he's like hype man like beetlejuice um that's a good that's a good list man that's a good list justin that's a really good list actually i i like it um (laughs) are you ready yeah are you do you want to go and then i'll go
1: yeah, because cause you're like, because you told me, you told me before we started tonight that your number one was going to shock me and people. Shock the world. All right, go ahead, hit my music. There's no doubt in my mind. This is number
2: one. The four horsemen. It's solid, name, man. Name
1: a name a faction before them. There was one exactly. My point. What, I can, uh, dude. I got goosebumps right now thinking about their music. <laughs> like I'm the not hooks. kidding you. If you guys could see my arm here, it is standing up, and I have goosebumps. And it was just the freaking horse. Like, you know what makes me wonder about what, what not makes me wonder, but I, what. I legitimately remember the Four Horsemen when I was a kid. One, it was my grand my grandpa's favorite group because they didn't have groups back that, back then a lot. But Ric Flair is the goat. Tully Blanchard, you know, and, and there was I'm talking original Four Horsemen. Now, I'm not talking about even when. You know, Dean Malenko came and Crispin Wall came. I know I'm not supposed to mention Crispin Wall's name in wrestling.
2: Mongo McMichael.
1: (laughs) I'm talking Barry Windham. You know what I mean? Like 80s, four horsemen, dude.
2: Was Pillman ever part of them?
1: They were. He was. He was. He
2: was when he was in WCW for a little Mm -hmm. bit. Yeah.
1: It's, and the reason I picked them, and it's not because Arn Anderson, I mean, I didn't pick them like I picked the other ones as far as how they were before, how they were during the faction, how they were after. Because not that Arn Anderson was bad. I mean, Ric Flair was the only one really that kept going up. Tully Blanchard, you know, was the main. Um, Arn Anderson, I think maybe won a couple of tag team titles. Um, but Ric Flair made that faction that's a great logo too by the way so 80s so fucking 80s bro like the spacing in it is it kind of
2: looks like something i made on clip art (laughs) it looks like it belongs in the max at saved by the bell (laughs) (laughs) and i say all this so lovingly because the four horsemen were so freaking cool
1: justin threw a comment another honorable mention i debated in the top five was undisputed era that's a really solid one too. That is, that is. I didn't, you know, I didn't even have them down because it was too f- new for me. I think, and I was pissed off at, NXT, at WWE for what they did to Adam Cole. So, um, that was a great faction though, Undisputed Era. I, I don't know what else to say about the Four Horsemen. If anybody's ever watched pro wrestling, they should know who the fucking Four Horsemen are. I mean, that's it. That's all you had to do is that right there. I mean, it, it it strategically. I don't think that this was known it was going to happen, but it led to factions being created. Yeah, one hundred percent did. It did led. To- a
2: point. Can you name one from before them? No, I can't. They're the first faction ever.
1: I mean, I'm not, I'm trying to think of who was even like right at who would be who was the next one nation of domination
2: oh good lord
1: heart foundation probably the heart foundation Heart
2: foundation maybe closest to it the well the the mega the mega powers were a tag team not a yeah. faction
1: yeah so yeah, i think dude, it's a while I, th- I think it catapulted the wrestling world into creating factions and making those guys and, and those guys legitimately were like Friends, you know what I mean. Like, well, I don't travel
2: together, flew together, I mean, everything,
1: everything. So, Arn
2: Anderson and Ric Flair are probably the closest you can be. Yeah,
1: yeah, they really are. And I think Scott Hall and Kevin Nash are like that. I don't know if any more, but I know they were. But I don't. Mm-hmm. Arn Anderson and Ric Flair to this day are like inseparable. I've seen videos of them. I mean, yeah. So I went, like I said, I I ha- I just I had to go number one was four horsemen I, I don't even think the four horsemen are your number one i think i know your number one i'm not gonna say it because i don't want to give it away but can i say what i think it is and then if you don't have to say anything
2: why don't you hit hit my music and then you can guess okay
1: all right i'm gonna hit your music and music <laughs>
2: Okay, who do you think it is?
1: Who do I think it is? Yeah, I think it's the Hart Foundation. It is not. Okay, I was just thinking that because of Bret Hart. Well, I love me some Bret Hart, but mm-hmm. I and I purposely have not clicked on the banner tab so I can see what yours is. So I'm waiting for you. What the fuck?
2: The Bullet are Club.
1: You, are you
2: serious? The Bullet Club is my number one faction
1: of all time. Of all time, you are telling me right now. Hold on a second. Now we're, I'm not going to disagree with them being in the top. But you don't have
2: the goddamn four horsemen in your top five. I do not. <laughs> I do regret that. that so I felt. Here's here's the thing. Here's the you thing felt forced. Though. It felt forced to put them in. It felt forced, and it felt like it felt too easy. Yeah. It felt. I, I knew I could put them at number one. I could put them anywhere in the top five. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something different with my top five which is kind of funny because i felt different but i felt like we actually had a lot of the same minus this here's my reasoning behind (laughs) the bullet club (laughs) justin puts comment
1: well that one even surprised me
2: (laughs) you're welcome justin here's my reasoning behind this with this so the bullet club has been around like forever at this point Mm -hmm. and when we talk about when we when we started talking I was very specific when I said this was that who was in it and what happened to them afterwards, right? When they what happened while they were in it and what happened after they left. So when we did our our pay-per-view and I said that AEW was better, I read some names. You remember like I read the roster names? Yep. Go ahead Let me and give it. you guys for those who don't know. Just a little rundown of members at some point or another, members of the Bullet Club. Okay? Mm-hmm. Adam Cole, AJ Styles, Cody Rhodes, Doc Gallows, Frankie Kazarian, Hangman Page, Jeff Jarrett, Kenny Omega, Carl Anderson, and Finn Balor. Luke Gallows. That's not even all of them. Those are the most prominent ones. Every single one of those guys have gone on to hold major titles in some other promotion or in New Japan Pro Wrestling where the Bullet Club has originated. And FYI, as great as the NWO is, Too Sweet is not NWO. That is Bullet Club. Yeah, you're talking like the the roster of the members is otherworldly deep, and that that's what sold it for me. I mean, this is a faction that still it still exists right now. It does. You know, you even had I can't remember his name, Justin. If you if you occasionally watch impact help me out it's like sling blade or something like or Switchblade. he's a member of the bullet club and he has shown up now in impact and that was a big deal members of the bullet club if they go somewhere else it's a big freaking deal yeah that's why they're number but, one man
1: i don't hate it i'm just shocked
2: you didn't think i'd pull that one out did you
1: no i didn't i did not think you were gonna pull that out uh, uh what i'm more shocked about is i know you said it was forced. That you didn't have the four horsemen in the top five. I'm more shocked. I'm actually Thank you, more Justin sh- Jay White. Yeah, Jay White. I'm more shocked at that than I am the Bullet Club. Because if you get down to the nitty-gritty on that, you are right. The people that have been in that, just the ones you name, that, that there's more.
2: There's more. Well, I, I completely forgot because tag team. The young bucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The great, probably one of the greatest tag teams of all time, and one of the greatest current tag teams. Yes. They were members Uh, of the Bullet Club as well.
1: I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'm more pissed. Not, I'm not pissed, but more shocked that I I don't know why I can't get over the fact you didn't have the four horsemen in there.
2: (laughs) Well, like you said, like when we created this topic, when we talked about this the last couple of days, I had to, I I mean, I'm going to be honest, like I had to talk my way out of not having them in Mm -hmm. because the other part too was I didn't, I I knew you would. Yeah. So I knew we would be talking about them Mm -hmm. and I hate when we're, when we're too similar.
1: Did did you think I would have the bullet club in my top five?
2: No, I did not. I was actually a little surprised when I saw Justin had it. Mm -hmm. This is number five because just, and Justin watches a lot of wrestling like we do, but a lot, there's a lot of people who aren't aware of who the Bullet Club is.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, because it's a mainstay in New Japan and it's never really found its way here. Members obviously have, mm-hmm. but the Bullet Club has originated in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. But then you just start dig- digging in and you're like, holy shit, man. Like, look at the amount of people who were in this faction at any given time. And it's not like, like it's not like, they weren't in it together at times. Yeah, this is this is where Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks met.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: This is where Adam Cole met them. Like this is this is where they formed their bonds that they have right now. It's just insane. Yeah, and I'm, it was hard for me, but like like I said with with the Four Horsemen, I knew you would. I wasn't sure where. Yeah, but I knew you would, so we would talk about them. And I, as a per as a wrestling fan, it's easy to put them number one as a person who's trying to put content for you guys to watch too, I want us to be different at the same time. Yeah. I, I'm also
1: shocked that you didn't have the heart foundation in yours. I thought you they were, they in. were
2: right there. They were because um, I
1: mean, Bret Hart was one of your, your favorite wrestlers. Oh, so best, I, there is, just, best there was
2: best there ever will be. So I love Bret Hart. all right, brother hit him, hit, hit him, hit him with our outro. Oh, you want to just, okay, so if you like it, if you like what you hear, if you like, you know, with the content that we've put out, tweet about it, subscribe, follow, tell a friend, however way you want, Instagram it, Facebook it, however you want to, and if you don't like it, Adam, tell them what they can do. And the immortal words of CM Punk, shut the fuck up.